Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the match preview. Newcastle head down to Bramall Lane to face Sheffield United on Tuesday and it is a big game for both sides. I'm joined by Chief Sports Writer Lee Ryder. As we look ahead to that game, we look at the takeover and the latest to do with the transfer window as well. All that to come and more on the Everything is Black and White podcast. Hi Lee, so a big game for Newcastle United against Sheffield United on Tuesday. One that Newcastle United fans will be expecting their side to win given the fact that Sheffield United haven't won a game all season. More on that in a moment. But I want to start with Martin Dubravka and Carl Darlow. Something we didn't manage to cover in our review podcast of the Arsenal defeat, the FA Cup exit over the weekend. Martin Dubravka's first game since he suffered injury. He came back into the side and he pulled off a few fantastic saves. Uh, one against Bamian, against Zaka and Zaka the other one as well. And it's an interesting dilemma, isn't it, for Steve Bruce? Who's he going to pick um, as his number one? We saw just why Dubravka has that shape. We've seen all season why Carl Dollar's not going to give it up without a fight. What did you make of his performance? Yeah, I mean, he'd done exactly what we've become accustomed to, to seeing, really. And, you know, he got... Um Man, the match for me, really, the way the way he played and he kept Arsenal at bay. Um, he's a class act goalkeeper. Newcastle, if if only Newcastle had two strikers who were in that position, who were both fighting um, for for that position, then if they had that competition all over the park and that quality all over the park, then would be in a great position. And that's no disrespect to no disrespect to someone like Callum Wilson because um, he's a class act. He just wasn't involved tonight but if they had one or two more players in each position like they have with the goalkeepers then um we'd uh, be in a we'd be in a much better state than we are now you mentioned there Callum Wilson alongside John Joe Shelby was included in the squad but was omitted as a precaution according uh, to to reports how confident are you or did Steve Bruce give any inkling that at least one of them you know or hopefully both of them will be all right for Tuesday's game against Sheffield United um, I think that from what you know, it's Saturday evening now. Um, from where I'm sort of sitting now, I think it may have been part of the ploy that these two players weren't quite right for today, but you know, rested for the next game against Sheffield United. And whatever we say about the cup, Steve Bruce isn't getting judged on cup ties, and you know, getting to last stage, he's certainly not getting he's certainly not getting judged on winning them. Um, like like any Newcastle manager of the last 60 odd years but the reality is is that the Sheffield United game as a club it, it's probably more important than tonight um, because Newcastle have to stay up not only if the current owner continues to stay they need the Premier League status they need the money um, if he doesn't stay if someone else is going to come in, they will want to be buying a Premier League club. We're hearing talk that um, Piff from Saudi Arabia, if they want to stay in talks with Newcastle, then it has to be Newcastle as a Premier League club. 
They're not interested if Newcastle get relegated. That's what being told. So, overall, the Sheffield United game, realistically, is probably more important than tonight. Easy to say that now. I would have loved to have went through an FA Cup. I would love a cup run. But, you know, when when you get when you get pitched out against Arsenal in the third round, then, you know, the holders, then, you know, it, it's never going to be easy. And I think Newcastle made a good fist of it. But... You know, we're going to be even more disappointed if they lose to Sheffield United. I'd be interested. If, I would like to know which game fans would prefer to win. Um, you know, being realistic, the three points Newcastle could collect on Tuesday, which might keep them in the Premier League, or go through against Arsenal only to be beaten by another good side later in the competition because Newcastle simply aren't good enough to win it. And it's clear, clear that they're not. It's interesting, isn't it? Because fans' criticism of managers under Mike Ashley is that uh, that they haven't maybe given uh, the cups a priority, or, or you know the ambition for Mike Ashley isn't that the cup competitions are the priority. Yet Steve Bruce tonight, arguably played the strongest team we probably could have, given the injuries and the impact of COVID. But this game against Sheffield United is only a few days away, and we've saw Lascelles, you know, go off at half time due to fatigue. You've saw Kieran. Clark, you know, complete 120 minutes of football and several other other players who are probably likely to feature at some point on Tuesday. Um, I mean, how big of an impact do you think tonight and extra time is going to have on Tuesday's team selection? Yeah, very very big because they'll have a recovery session tomorrow. Um, You know, then they'll train on Monday. They'll start getting ready for the game and then it's the game on Tuesday. There's not a big turnaround time here. So... Uh, you know, you've got people like Paul Dummett played 120 minutes tonight. The Andy Carroll chance turned the game for Newcastle because had that gone in, they'd have been through, got the job done, but they've ended up not getting through and having the extra time. So it's like a double double whammy, if you like, um, of disappointment because now there's players that have put the body on the line uh, for absolutely nothing in the end. So it was so disappointing the way it unfolded, but uh, as I say, the outcome, the outcome was what we all expected. And now, if they don't get the win at Sheffield United, then I suppose there'll be people that'll give Steve Bruce stick for playing a strong team in the cup. Maybe he can't win with some things. I don't know. It's uh, it's just a bit of a a toxic cycle that we're going round in. You know, Newcastle mm-hmm. when they're on the brink of complete controversy in terms of should they change manager, shouldn't they change manager they seem to dig in and get a result and Sheffield United could be like that um, but you know they've now gone one win in seven, I think they've, they've only scored one goal in, in recent games so it's it's crunch time, then, you know something needs to change Do you get any hints at who might start and might not start on Tuesday? You got Mike Longstaff on the bench. He didn't come off. Jacob Murphy started on the bench. He's had a good run uh, in the team of late. Uh, do you think there's any suggestions? Can you can you see what Steve Bruce is maybe trying to do on Tuesday when you look at the team he played tonight? I think Callum Wilson will start. I've got no doubt about that. Um, I think Mike Longstaff will be in and around it as well. Uh, Jamal Lewis is is. Didn't play tonight, wasn't in the squad. John Joe Shelby is another one who hasn't played recently. So I do think there will be a few changes. Carl Darlow will probably come back into the team. 
um, Federico Fernandez. So it could be a pretty different team, four, five, six changes, which they're going to need anyway. But it's as I said, you know, go, looking at the game, it's a must-win because if they get beat off Sheffield United, who haven't won, um, that's it's a it's a pretty pitiful effort. It really is. Get back to Lee in just a moment, but just a quick reminder for those listening on Apple iTunes: if you can please remember to like and to subscribe to the podcast, we really would appreciate. Just leave us a star rating and a review, and if you could share it amongst your Newcastle United supporting family and friends as well, uh, that really would uh, help us out. We really would like to get a few more people involved within the podcast. And if you want to email your thoughts, questions for our writers, please do so. Just pop me a message at andrew.musgrove at reachplc.com and we'll include the best questions, comments and thoughts in the podcast to come in the forthcoming weeks and months. Once again, thank you very much for listening. Please do remember to like and subscribe. And now back to Lee Ryder. And you look at how Sheffield United have done today. They won 3-2 against Bristol Rovers, so they're through. And I think they were behind at one point. They've come back and they've won it. And it's that great feeling of, look, we've won a game, team spirit. That's going to have a huge effect, isn't it, on how they set up, how they play, how they come into that game on Tuesday. Whereas Newcastle have put everything into it. They probably feel like they should have won it. They didn't. I mean, the moods are going to be very contrasting. It's it's going to be one of them games where who, whoever goes into it with the right mentality will win that game. Newcastle... We've seen against Brentford recently. They went in with completely the wrong mentality and they got turned over. Um, if they do that against Sheffield United, then they're in trouble. Sheffield United have got this sort of lower league mentality. They came up from League One not that long ago. They've got nothing to lose in this. For the rest of the season, they've got nothing to lose. They're pretty much relegated. So every game now is a it's a bit of a swan, swan song for them. Um I think Newcastle. It's a it's a real, it's a dan- dangerous fixture for them. Um, privately, Steve Bruce and his backroom team might say a point would be another one on the board. I don't know. They won't. They'd never say that in public. They just don't want to lose that game because suddenly then the pressure is right back on them. And um, you know the fifteenth in the table are looking over the shoulder. It's a very congested league, but ultimately, you know. This is the season now, second season for Steve Bruce. We need to start seeing results. Uh, there's no excuses anymore. Do you think the fact that Sheffield United haven't won a game this season, does that does that put pressure on Newcastle? Because you don't want to be the first team to lose to Sheffield United this season, do you? No, not at all. But, and it does put pressure on them, absolutely. You know, Newcastle, It's exactly the type of game Newcastle United could slip up in it's 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 got I don't want to sound negative I've just come off the back of watching that tonight but it's exactly the type of game that Newcastle would potentially slip up in and you know I was talking to someone earlier I can't remember who I was talking to but they mentioned the Derby County game 2007-2008 when Derby hardly won any matches and Newcastle managed to hand them four points Anything is possible with Newcastle, no matter who's in charge or who's on the pitch. They're just that type of team where something um, really freaky can happen. So I, I do fear for them. As I said, if they come with the right mentality, 
I've got every hope they can get a victory. But if they get it wrong, this is exactly the type of game that Newcastle lose. And I'm sure all the fans know that anyway. And just finally, you mentioned there they haven't scored, well, they've scored one goal in, in about eight hours of football. It doesn't look like they're going to be able to spend any cash in January, this, uh, you know, and the loan deals aren't yet coming off and maybe even a striker isn't the priority for Steve Bruce. But they need to do something, don't they? Because one goal in eight hours of football, that's not good enough for a Premier League side, especially one, like you say, is looking over their shoulder, potentially teams, you know, getting out of this relegation scrap and dragging them into it. Yeah, look, it might be one that they might have to go knocking to Mike Ashley and ask him for some money because if they did lose to Sheffield United and they continue this bad run and they have got Arsenal and Everton away to come, then they might have to go knocking for some more money. That's the last thing Lee Charney will want to do. Um, but that's how it works. They will be reporting to him saying, we, we've we got a squad that's capable of staying up. Mike Ashley will want the truth from them. And if he's got to dip into his pocket, then this is they need to sort of come out and say it now because as, as the window goes on, other teams, the sellers, the players will will sense the desperation of Newcastle United and they can't go into those last four or five days of the window um, knowing that that with teams knowing they're desperate to sign a striker because if they do then they could end up getting um, shortchanged a little bit and just finally can you give our listeners and our viewers any hope of any transfer movement we've seen Rolando Aaron's go out we know they've been linked to a couple of players and Steve Bruce has said there's a couple of things potentially materialising. Uh, can you give our listeners any hope that, you know, sometime in the next week perhaps something might happen? Well, I asked Steve Bruce tonight after the game and he said there's nothing in the pipeline developing at the moment. Um, I have, obviously, they've said it on the record, they're not going to spend any money and I have heard in the last few days that some of the, you know, the initial enthusiasm about getting players in on loan has dampened down a little bit. So we hope they can revive a few things, but the reality is even loan deals cost money. You know, it can cost you two million quid to bring in someone on loan and then you have to get someone out of the squad. So the way they'll be looking at it from a business point of view is, <clears throat> are we going to pay? Well, they're already paying three players 50 grand a week to go down the academy and train and not play. So, you know, 150,000 is already coming off the books. Then they would have to spend money to bring someone in and then they would have to take someone else out of the squad who's on big money. So they could be hemorrhaging 200,000 out a week plus the money in for the loan player and his wages and an agent fee. And the way Newcastle are operating at the minute, because they're losing so much money with gate revenue, it's it's becoming it's becoming significantly clear to me that they've got money problems because they know there's nothing coming through the gate, and it doesn't look like there is for a long time. So it's a a messy situation, and I'd love to stand here and say there's going to be a couple of loan players coming in next week. As it stands. Tonight, Saturday night, that doesn't seem to be the case. Whether they can go to Mike Ashley and say, look, we have to do this 
or we're going to jeopardise our Premier League position. Who knows? This Sheffield United game could hold the key to a lot of things.